welcome to the Inspiring Honey Show podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle. I'm so excited to be able to talk about today's topic with you. I'm so expectant about what the Lord is going to do in our hearts as we talk through waiting. And I'm even more excited because we're going to be diving deep into the story of Sarah and Abraham and not just the story with the result, but the heart posture that Abraham had in this season of waiting when he was faithfully waiting on the Lord and trusting in him. Now, I don't know where you're at in your life. I don't know what you're waiting for, but I know that most likely you're probably waiting for something. We're all waiting for something, whether that's a day, whether that's graduation or having a baby or getting married or getting that house or that job or whatever it may be, even something as small as a weekend, typically most people are all waiting and anticipating something. And the waiting can hurt so much because we're not necessarily just waiting for an event to mark our timelines, but we're waiting for something to change our situation and in a sense be a relief. And I want you to know that in the pain of waiting, that you're not alone, that so many people are walking through this season as you are and waiting for the same things as you and feeling that same burden. And one of my favorite stories in the Bible is the story of Sarah and Abraham. And it goes so much further than just the birth of their son. And if you're not familiar with the story of Sarah and Abraham, then I'm going to fill you in. But I want to say that what really stands out about this story is so much more than what they were expecting. And it's truly the heart attitude of a godly man while he led his family in a season of waiting. Sarah and Abraham is a pretty common Bible story if you grew up in church or if you've ever heard a sermon about waiting. But the approach that I want to take in today's episode is a little bit different than what we've traditionally heard, and I really want to look at the heart attitude of Abraham in this season. And God had said that he was a righteous man, so I want to see what made him righteous in the waiting and what actually helped produce the fruit. So let's talk a little bit about the background of the story of Sarah and Abraham. Abraham was very righteous and he was very loved by God. He had such a heart for the Lord and he was getting up in his years as was his wife, Sarah. So Abraham was told to conceive a child with his servant and he conceived a child with his servant and they had a son. So one day in Genesis 18, we see that Abraham is out in the field and all of a sudden he sees these three men standing nearby. Now, right away, he knew that these men were angelic beings and he knew that they were sent from God. So what he did was he bowed before them. He quickly ran over to them and he invited them in and he just began serving them. He called to his wife, Sarah, and he had her make bread for them. 
Then he himself ran into his field where his herd was and picked the best calf and had his servants prepare it. When the meal was ready, Abraham took it to the men and waited while they ate. Now, after they ate, these men had a conversation with Abraham that is really interesting. But what stands out to me the most about Abraham's character in this passage is his reaction and his servant heart. Now, he knew that these three men standing before him were angels. He knew that they were sent from God, but yet he didn't seek anything from them. He didn't ask for his prayers to be answered. He didn't treat them like a key to a genie in the bottle, but he was so willing to serve them with an eager heart and open hands, giving all that he could. Now, after they finished eating, the men had a conversation with Abraham and told him that in a year they would come back to tell him that Sarah was pregnant with the son. Sarah was standing nearby and she was actually listening to the conversation. She heard this and started laughing because her and her husband were so old. She did not believe it was possible. She thought that the notion of her conceiving a child at this point in life was silly. So the men went on from this point and they left Abraham to go to the famous city we know as Sodom. And the Lord told them to reveal the plan they had to Abraham because Abraham loved the Lord. If you're at all familiar with Bible stories, you probably heard of Sodom and you know what an evil place that it really was. God had a conversation with Abraham after he told him his plan and revealed to him what was going to happen to the city of Sodom. And Abraham went to him, what if there are 40 righteous people? What if there are 30 righteous people? All the way down to what if there are 10 righteous people? And the Lord continuously said that he was going to spare the life of the righteous. And Abraham had family living there and the angels were able to take them away from the city uh, and spare their lives. But we see how God answered the prayer of Abraham and Sarah to have a child in Genesis 21. And the verse specifically says the Lord kept his word and did for Sarah exactly what he promised and she became pregnant and she gave birth to a son for Abraham in his old age this happened just at the time God said it would now that son was named Isaac and this son went on to be the son or the father to many, many children. And God had actually told Abraham that he was going to be the father to many descendants that would outnumber the number of stars in the sky. And Abraham's faith was tested when God called him to sacrifice his son 
who he loved so much. Now God called him to sacrifice his son because he loved him so much. And Abraham was willing to do that because he loved the Lord. And in the midst of it, the Lord told him to stop. Now, what I really want us to focus on and to understand in our season of waiting, in the point in life that we are at where we are waiting for God to answer our prayer and it might feel like He's just not hearing you or what you want is never going to come to fruition, it's probably not what you're going to want to hear, but it, it's what we need to hear. And it's, it's not about just constantly asking God, God, can you give me this? God, can I have this? God, please answer this prayer. Because in that way, when we start thinking about our prayers in in that sense, we're almost thinking of God as a genie in a bottle. And it takes away the humility and the servantship that we need to have in serving our God and knowing that no matter the circumstance, that He is so good. And he is so gracious and that his timing is better than our timing. So what I want to say, friend, is that in our season of waiting is our heart to serve the Lord no matter what? Or is our heart to just treat God like a genie in the bottle, asking him for what he can give us, but not truly being willing to serve him in our season of waiting. One of the things that really amazes me about Abraham is how he's just consistently serving the Lord and that the Lord answered the prayers that Abraham had in his time. Not in the timing that society would have thought or Abraham would have thought. Even Abraham's wife didn't believe the angels and laughed when they said that she was going to be pregnant next year, even though she was so old. But Abraham trusted the Lord. His faith was unwavering. He was even willing to then sacrifice the son who he had waited so long for and who he loved so much because the Lord asked him to. He wasn't constantly asking the Lord to do this or to do that. He wasn't asking God or doubting God when his prayers weren't answered. But what he was doing and what we can see from scripture is that Abraham was serving the Lord. He was serving the Lord with his whole heart and he was obediently going to do whatever God called him to. He loved God more than anything else in this world. And isn't that the heart posture we should all be striving to have? We are all in a season of waiting. Now, I don't know what you're waiting for, and I know that the season of waiting is hard, and I don't want to diminish that. I know that it can feel so hard when you're waiting for your prayer to be answered, and it can feel so discouraging when you think God isn't hearing you. But I promise you that He does hear you, and that He does see you, and that you are one of His children. I know that God is working on what you're praying for, but it might not be in the way that you expect it to be. God answers prayers in ways that we don't even expect because God's ways are higher than our ways. Scripture reminds us of that in this verse. 
In Isaiah 55, 8 through 9, we read, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. God knows so much more than we can even imagine. He knows what he has planned for our life and what is going to be the most edifying and refining to help you grow closer to the Lord. God is not some genie in the bottle that we can just call on to make magic happen or to have our prayers answered instantaneously. He's not like some gumball machine in where you put a prayer in and spin the dial and then the prayer comes out answered and you get the gumball. God is God. His ways are higher than our ways and his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. What he really seeks from us and what we see through scripture of those who are righteous in God's eyes is not a heart that is desiring to get, but a heart that is desiring to give to the Lord. And in our season of waiting, when it feels so heavy and it feels so hard, I know this is really difficult and I know this is really challenging, but I want to encourage you to focus on serving the Lord no matter when or how he answers the prayer of what you're waiting for. Now, I'm not saying that he's not going to answer it because I'm sure that he is in his own way, in his own timing. And we have to trust God is faithful to do that. And he always fulfills the promises he makes to his people. But I'm saying that in the waiting, the posture of our heart is what truly matters. The posture of how we serve. So friend, I hope this podcast episode today is one that is inspiring you to know that the Lord hears you and he sees you, that you are not alone in this season of waiting or any season of waiting that you're in, but that God's plans are higher than our plans and he understands so much more than we can even understand. What may seem unfathomable in our own human interpretations or comprehension is completely doable for God. There is nothing that he can't do. And there is nothing that goes unseen by him. We read even in scripture when Sarah laughed at what the angels said, scripture says that God saw that. God sees everything. God knows what's in our hearts. And in this season of waiting, I really want to encourage you to ask the Lord how you can be serving him faithfully and obediently, no matter the outcome of this season, no matter the outcome or the changing of this world, what you can do to tie your heart so close to the Lord so that it does not wander for him or wander from him, but it is so set on his ways and doing what is righteous in his eyes. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast episode. I really hope that these words were kind like honey and inspiring to you. It means so much and it really truly helps us if you leave a review down below and rate this podcast. If you heard any words that were kind and encouraging to you, go ahead and screenshot that part of the podcast and post it to your Instagram story and tag at inspiring honey so we can reshare what you share. Thank you guys so much for listening. I love you and I hope you have an amazing, amazing rest of your day.